a triggering letter in the mail. Think of the Muppets. The Muppets, not Sesame Street, the Muppets. Think of the most popular Muppet, not necessarily your favorite Muppet. Think of the most popular Muppet. Muppet. And remember, folks, it ain't easy being green. All right. What happens when the triggering letter in the mail arrives in your client's mailbox? Hopefully, you've arrived in their inbox uh, or through the telephone before the letter actually arrives in the mail. But walk through that letter with your clients. And we're going to talk about addressing the phone call to service. Uh potentially smoother than the branch and uh, potentially better to call the outside line than call the number on the letter. Because if you call the number on the letter, the service department presents three options. The first option they present is to make a massive lump sum payment. How massive? Let me give you some perspective. Let's say you've borrowed $500,000. Your payment was $2,000 a month when you originally got your mortgage, say, two years ago, maybe even just a year ago. Today, to borrow that same $500,000, the payment would be not $2,000, it would be closer to $3,000 per month. Or looked at another way. Now, stick with me here. Looking at it another way, the mortgage balance and the payment have a direct relationship. That relationship has gotten skewed in the case of fixed payment variable rate mortgages, because the interest rate is the other variable, it's risen, but the payment hasn't risen with it. So if you look at it another way, what today would a $2,000 a month payment qualify you for? It would qualify you for about a $350,000 mortgage, but you've got a $500,000 mortgage with a $2,000 a month payment. So either A, increase your payment by 50% to get it in line with the balance, or B, decrease the balance to fit the payment. And believe it or not, this is actually the first option your clients will be given, and it can often be a suggestion in the case of a $500,000 mortgage of a lump sum payment of $150,000 to put your mortgage back on track. That makes most people's heads explode. Right To bring the outstanding balance in line with the payment, you have to shrink the balance to fit. But shrinking the balance by $150,000 on a half a million dollar mortgage? Oh, yeah. Easy, right? Not at all. This argument structure, um, if this, then that, it's one used by people with extremely high IQs and somewhere close to zero friends uh, in a wide variety of, of areas in life. And yeah, the argument is accurate. Technically, it cannot be faulted. It is logical, air quotes. Yet, to even present this option to someone, well, it's either one of two things. It's either one, a scare tactic designed to elevate fear levels sky high and essentially railroad somebody into another option without them thinking or asking questions because you've created a heightened emotional state, i.e. fear. We don't have 150,000. Oh my gosh, are we going to lose our house if we don't have the 150,000? No, no, we have another option over here. Oh, phew. You know, it's either that, or this is actually something that someone somehow thought was an actual solution. And again, what kind of bubble world could you live in where you would think many, any 
$500,000 mortgage having clients have a spare $150,000 laying around and would just want to apply that to the mortgage balance. It's a little bit ludicrous. It's difficult to imagine that anyone at a financial institution with all the data they have access to would think any number of households with $500,000 mortgages just happen to have another $150,000 liquid cash laying around. As I say, to even present this as an option would kind of be laughable if it weren't so cruel because you're messing with people's homes. So why? Why they're communicating in, in this fashion I cannot begin to wrap my head around. Yes, I get it. It's technically correct, but it's illogical in reality. So does the lender offer another option? Indeed, they do to lock the client into a fixed rate term. And hey, maybe that's not a bad idea. If you're sitting at 5.7, 5.8, 5.9, 6% net today and can opt into say a three-year fixed at 4.74, this may not be the worst thing and um, expect the payment to increase by nearly 50% or so. That's still a thing that's going to happen when the person locks in. But that now looks a whole lot better than the $150,000 lump sum payment, right? Coming up with an extra thousand a month becomes a lot more palatable. But what is being left unsaid? What is being left unoffered? Option number three. Now, this seems to be very hit and miss. There are clients who get told these are the only two options, full stop, period, the end. And when they try and ask if they can do what I'm going to outline in option number three here, they get told no. Then there are clients who actually have interacted with somebody at a branch or through the call center and have successfully put this into play. But the common theme seems to be not getting into a conversation about having hit the trigger point, not waving the letter around or referencing the letter, the common theme to get your client to where they need to be or to get yourself where you need to be if you're somebody who's receiving one of these letters, it's to not address the letter, to simply observe on the letter the dollar amount that you've exceeded the trigger point by and do a little bit of math and well, here, I'll map it out. So in the case of our client, um, our $500,000 client, they've technically exceeded their trigger point by $500. That's what they've gone over by. So they've exceeded the trigger point by $500, meaning they've now hit a report. These people are $500 negatively amortized officially. They're not just carrying the interest only. The balance has actually grown above the original approved balance. If these clients had made a $500 lump sum payment just a few days before the regular payment came out, they'd have been fine. They wouldn't have hit that report. So in other words, they could go make a $500 lump sum payment and they're technically off the radar until the next month. So the fact is what they should do is increase the monthly payment by $500 as well. And that way they will stay on side for that much longer. And $500 increase is a lot easier than a $1,000 increase. The trick here, like I say, is not so much to call the number on the letter, not so much to walk into the branch necessarily, just call the main service line and say, you know, I would like to do two things. One, I'd like to make a lump sum payment of X amount. And I'd suggest that X should equal double or even triple the dollar amount on that letter. 
because the clock has still been ticking since that letter was printed, mailed, received, opened, read, and now you're making the call. So whatever dollar amount you've exceeded your trigger point by on that letter, it's probably 50% higher just by virtue of time by the time you're actually reading it. So again, I would, number one, make a lump sum payment of double to triple the dollar amount, which is usually a few hundred dollars, you know, somewhere between a hundred and eight hundred dollars is what you're seeing on most of them. Make that lump sum payment, just that that initial few hundred to a couple thousand dollars. And that gets you into the safety zone. Then step two, request the an increase to your monthly payment. Say, I would like to increase my monthly payment. And I would again suggest you increase it by a similar amount as the lump sum payment you've made, the, the initial request, pardon me. So the best, the best path here is to do the actual interest-only calculation on the outstanding balance at the current rate, and then just round the payment up by $25, $50 per month uh, for good measure. And of course, being mortgage brokers, we've got access to all these different payment calculators. It's pretty easy to take your client's existing balance, look at the existing interest rate, and calculate what the interest-only amount every month is on that. And that's the real payment. And that payment actually mathematically should come in about 25% higher than the current payment. Maximum. In many cases, it'll literally be a matter of increasing the payment by 5%, 10%. It'll be very, very little. So do the math, help your clients get there, and you know, take this away, think about it, write it out, learn how to do that math. And my advice is start calling every single client in a variable rate mortgage with a fixed payment and get ahead of the letter hitting their mailbox. And more importantly, get ahead of the crazy sounding lump sum number those clients are going to be told they need to make because that's going to make their heads explode. They're going to go into full panic mode and that's not going to be pretty. So there is a way to just get the mortgage back on side, which may only involve a few hundred dollars, and stay on side simply by increasing the payment in many cases by little more than a few hundred dollars. So do with that what you will. Thank you.